We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey guys, welcome to the Fly Racing Swap Moto Podcast. I'm Don Maeda, and I'm joined on the phone today by uh, Team Honda HRC's Chase Sexton, who's, uh, I'd say by all accounts, you're having a fantastic uh, rookie 450 season. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, I mean, fantastic. I mean, I guess that's, if I, I guess fantastic would be winning races oh. by now, but <laughs> I mean, I, it's been, it's been pretty good. And, um, I feel like I've definitely surprised a lot of people and proved some people wrong, which is, um, always my goal, but yeah, I have, uh, I have a few goals still to check off this season, but yeah, so far I've been really enjoying it and racing, um, the 450 class has been really fun actually. Yeah. What is the, uh, Aside from the power and everything, what's the biggest difference for you? Uh, biggest difference racing the 450 class is, I would say, probably the just the pace all the way through the moto. The 450 class usually seems to, it kind of, I don't know, it kind of, uh, I guess you could say, has its moments. Like, you go fast to the beginning, the be- and then the middle is kind of like a, um, almost a, uh, like a little bit of a break and then it's a, fa- a fast like finish but the 450 class is literally non-stop the whole race it's it's uh it's wide open so and i've actually i've i've had a few races where i feel like i could have potentially been um either closer to the leader or possibly winning the race if i could have just kept pushing through the middle which i kind of like backed off kind of like the 250 class and mm-hmm. i uh so that's kind of what I'm learning. It's it's tough. I mean, 35 minutes wide open is not uh, not easy. So, um, but overall, I mean, it's been. I actually really enjoy racing those guys. It's um, it's it, it's just nice going to the, the or the line every race and not knowing like who's the who's like gonna have the like, who's gonna win because activity class you kind of have a um, obviously with Dylan and all all those guys. I mean, Dylan's been really good and J Mart. So, but the formity class, like you could really you could flip flop the why first through seventh, well, any moto. We could go, one guy could go 1-7, and the next guy could go 7-1. So it's, uh, it's been pretty fun, and, yeah, for the most part, everyone races clean, and it's uh, been really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny how you say that they uh, in the 250s, they mellow out in the middle of the race and everything, because, like, sometimes you look at the the uh, you know the entry list, and you go, man, that, that 250 class is so stacked. And then the 450s, oh, there's, like, you know, in the past, it was like, oh, there's Tomac. He's going to win, right? But, yeah. dude, it's been really competitive this year in, in the 450 class. Yeah, and, like, before, like, I was one of those guys that I didn't even watch the 450 class, really, because I it was on, it was kind of, it wasn't boring, but everyone was, um, it was just everyone kind of, like, would get out, and then they kind of, like, settle in, and it just kind of, like, they just, I don't know. I mean, obviously, with the exception of a few races, but, like, most of the time, it was just kind of, like, everyone was, um, not content, but they kind of just stayed where they were. But the 250 class is wild, so it was fun to watch. And obviously, I was racing it. So, um, but this year, since I'm now I'm racing the 450 class, it's, gonna, it's actually I guess everyone's saying it's fun to watch. So, um, like I think Adam and just being have a, a little bit of um, new blood in the class has brought. I think it's brought the best out of um, the 
guys um, that have been racing the class for a while. They don't want to get beat by um, the younger guys. So I think that's been a big help. And, um, yeah, it's it's been really exciting to even race it. So uh, I can't imagine watching it. Yeah. Who's been the uh, gnarliest guy to race against in the 450 class for you? Um, I mean, it's tough to really pick the gnarliest guy. I mean, I would be lying if I wasn't. I mean, Barsha is probably like, he's that one guy that is like, he's so unpredictable. Yeah. And you don't really know what he's going to do. So he always, he always keeps you guessing. And, um, but I mean, all the, I, everyone has their, like, I mean, obviously Zach is super, super good, and he's been winning a lot. And I honestly I haven't been. I haven't. I've been my good races. I've been in the top five, but he's always been um, either right in front of us or um, winning. So I still yet to really battle with Zach a whole bunch. But um, he's been really tough. I mean, everyone has their races where they're really good. So um, it just depends on the day. How was uh, <laughs> how was uh, the fir- doing the first two races and the just quagmire mud oh man the first the first race at Lorado's was um it was pretty i mean the track wasn't terrible the first one it was it was obviously a little soft and um but i mean i feel like it still had a pretty good um race pace to it and you could really charge and it was dry at the second moto so that was nice um but the, the second one Man, that was I had I was miserable that whole day. I was not having fun. It being my first race on the four fifty in the mud was it's a lot it's a lot different racing. I mean it's obviously a lot heavier and a lot more power, so it's a little bit different um, style of racing in the mud on that bike. And I can't manhandle it quite as well as two fifty, so it was a little different and it that mud was super thick. Like it would just take your take your front end whatever way it wanted to and it was it was really tough to ride and I had not a very good day that day, so it uh, definitely magnified that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy that we have races. We have two races at the Reds, and we know it's going to rain there pretty much every time we race there. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we don't have to go back there this year. So I uh, I really hope they get all these races in on on schedule, and we don't have to go back to the Reds. Yeah, it's been crazy the the uncertainty of the whole year ever since the COVID started. Um, even with motocross, well. Uh, MX Sports released uh, news that fans are going to be allowed at the last four. So I'd assume that the last oh, four okay, cool. are, are pretty solid now. Yeah, I mean, I would assume so. I mean, I've heard some stuff. I, I heard, like, like just rumors about stuff. I don't know what's true because I've heard completely different um, things from different people. So I have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think anyone really knows because it's – I mean, every sports. This, I mean, besides the like basketball, um, obviously they're in one spot. But like F1, MotoGP, all those guys are just racing as many races as they could possibly race. They don't know how many races they're gonna do. They don't know where they're racing the whole time. So I mean, it's not like it's just us. But yeah, it's kind of the uncertainty is kind of um, a little different. Yeah. Hey, uh, turning back the clock a little bit. How did uh, how did you spend the gnarly days of the COVID? Uh quarantine um yeah so when it all happened this was this was after daytona is when it all last like went down i mean florida really hasn't changed at all that's where i obviously live so we we i don't know everyone here just acts like it's a normal day pretty much i mean obviously you have to wear masks and stuff in some restaurants stuff like that but 
Yeah. Um, for the most part, I think Florida maybe shut down restaurants for maybe like two weeks, mm-hmm. and then we were back open. So I basically I played a lot. Of, I played golf a lot when I was um, off for that time. That's pretty much the only thing to do here. You mm-hmm. go on the lake. So I went on the lake a lot, played golf, hung out with my friends, and kind of did my own thing. I mean, obviously, there wasn't any big groups or big get-togethers or anything like that, but hanging out with my buddies and um, playing golf. And I mean, obviously, I don't know. I don't know what to – I don't feel like anyone knows really what, like, this this virus really is. So it's hard to really, like – I mean, they know what it is, but they don't know exactly, like, what to do about it, I feel like. Cause they were saying mass. At the beginning, they were saying – no mass, and then they said mass, so I didn't, I don't know, I was, now I have to wear a mask, and I'm not really that big of a fan of it, but um, you gotta do it, you gotta do it at this point, so. Yeah, is that the time when you, uh, did you take the chance to get on the 450 a little bit early and get some testing done? Yeah, so the, yeah, the whole um, break really helped um, kind of ease that transition to the 450 a little easier, because at the first the, at first, they were saying we were going to race outdoors. Favor at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for I think two and a half weeks, and then um, I got back on the 250 and rode Supercross for I think a solid four weeks before I started racing. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely helped um, getting to know the team a little easier, and it just gave us a little bit more time to um, acclimate to the bike. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it definitely played my favor, I think, for racing outdoors. So obviously it was Honda 250 to Honda 450. Um, was it pretty yeah. pretty easy transition for you? I mean, ergonomically it's real similar, but was it? Pretty yeah. Similar? No, I mean, yeah, it was. Um, it couldn't have played out any better. Like, I mean, you couldn't. I can't pick a better team than riding for factory Honda. It's, I always I grew up watching Ricky race um, the Honda 252 stroke, and then obviously having Kenny um, as a I train with him and rode with him pretty much every day and him being on the bike and that's kind of um i think where i got my foot in the door was going to the test track and doing motors with kenny kind of got me onto their radar and then obviously winning two championships helped a little bit but um no it's been really good and it hasn't been like a huge huge change it's kind of it was it was sad leaving geico because i've spent my um first i don't know four years as a or three years as a pro there and even before that as an amateur. So it was kind of like, um, it was sad leaving, like not going to the shop every day and kind of uh, just getting away from the team I've got to know really well. And But uh, overall, it's been a really easy change and trying to learn the whole new corporate um, lifestyle is a little different. So um, <laughs> that's the only thing really that I've kind of had to get used to is the whole um, corporate thing and how things how things go at the, at the races. So, um, but everything else, the bike and everything has been pretty much the same. Obviously, it's a bigger bike, but um, it's been a pretty uh, smooth transition. Hey, guys. This is Justin Cooper of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. BC Fit Meals has been a huge tool in my success in keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best possible way I can. All of their meals are delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of eating right. Visit their site at bcfitmeals.com and sign yourself up today. What's up? This is Justin Barsha of the Monster Energy Yamaha team and I trust the Rai helmet. I know that every helmet is handcrafted in Japan and that the people who work at Rai are obsessed with building the best helmet they can possibly can. Staying safe is a priority for me and this is why I choose Rai helmets. 
Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails or if you want to go a bit further longer and faster they they just brought out a new taser e-bike which is uh, yeah everyone's given the double thumbs up on so head down to your local intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at intensecycles.com check it out guys what's up this is christian craig as a motocross racer being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling and whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey, what's up guys? Malcolm Stewart. Worst Connection has been building a vessel aluminum parts in the motocross for the last 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device and their original adjustable clutch perch assemblies, I am proud to use it on my Motoconcept Honda. Check them out at WorksConnection.com. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. The big thing when you go to uh, you know the 450 class, you're not on a team and all that, or, you know, a team contract uh, yeah. for gear and stuff. So you had the opportunity to switch stuff up. Um, I heard there was a little bit of a snafu at first. Like uh, you didn't know who exactly you were riding for until the morning of uh, Loretta Lynn's one, or is that an exaggeration? Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. I didn't know until um, the Tuesday or Wednesday before the race. So, I mean, it was like last minute. I had – I had gear made from two different um, manufacturers. I didn't know what I was going to wear. Uh-huh. So, um, I, yeah, it was it was definitely a mess. I was I have been working on this Alpine Star, or yeah, I mean we've been working on this Alpine Star thing since I don't know end of last year um, outdoors. So it's been a long um, process, but I knew where I wanted to be, and I've been wanting to wear Alpine Star since I was since I was like eight years old when I saw AC and even Jordan Bailey wore it when they were on minis and I've always wanted it because you can never get it. Yeah, it was right. always you to get it from Europe. So you can never get it and it's always had that I just always wanted to wear it and that's was my first choice when I was when I actually when I signed with Honda was my first choice as Alpine Star. Nothing else came to mind and um I'm super happy I ended up working out because the whole coronavirus really uh it really took a toll on the it was pretty much done at um atlanta this year and then the whole everything happened and then it kind of like it went away so that was not good but we got it back and um, <laughs> i'm happy it's, it's done with now yeah it's always been cool because like especially when you couldn't buy it in the united states 
It was yeah. like uh, there was a mystique about it, right? Like, oh, A Star's gear. I thought they made yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, and I mean, even now, like I went, like I go to like the like you see like local races. No one really wears it. I mean, there's definitely more nowadays than there was, but like, there's not as many like there's not as many Alpine Star sets of gears that are as like Fox or um, just some of those big names. Like, it's kind of has that. So it still has a little bit of that. Um, it's that it's still unique. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. still unique and stands out for sure. Yeah. No, it's it's cool though. I've, I'm uh, really excited. It was last minute, so all my gear is like my first race. Like my red, my jersey didn't really match my pants because of um, they made the jersey like handmade at the factory in the U.S. and then mm-hmm. they had to ship the pants over. So um, we're still getting like all my stuff like kind of under control. But um, yeah, I'm I'm, re- I'm really excited, and um, next year is gonna be cool being with those guys. Yeah, um, and, and it's cool too because I mean obviously uh, you've been. Uh, elite rider having sublimated gear and all that, but you don't look like your teammate. And for the most part, your gear doesn't look like the gear that a star sells. Cause it's completely custom for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's really cool. They, uh, they do a really good job. And like the biggest thing for me, um, like going to the races, the, the service, um, Kenny day is, um, the guy that he's does cool. my gear and yeah. stuff. He's, he's been like, by far the best rep I've ever had as a like gear, mm-hmm. um, gear wise. So it's been, he's on it 24 seven and I don't have to worry about anything. He's there. He's got it. He washes all my stuff. Um, it's been, it's been super good. So that's even made me like really pumped on my decision. Like I, I made the right choice. So, um, it's been awesome so far. Nice. So uh, I, I think a lot of people were assuming you might show up in seven gear because of your association with James Stewart. <laughs> Was that uh, was that ever even on the table? No, I James. I mean, he 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 wants to like he wanted me to wear my, their gear, but at the same time, like he knew where I wanted to be, and um, their gear's super nice. But he he we always make jokes. Like I always have like I'll have my Alpine Star stuff, and I'll be like, look how nice this gear is. Like this is the best stuff out there, and he's <laughs> he always gets a little bit like defensive, obviously because his. It, he does have a gear brand. His gear is honestly like it's really really good stuff, and I always always give him always give him crap about it because it's just it's just fun. But no, I mean I never really like it was never really a serious option to go to seven. So um, they have Malcolm and um, but yeah, it's I definitely joke with them a little bit about it. Yeah, so uh, it's got to be kind of surreal to be uh, training with James Stewart for you. I mean, because like I imagine when you were growing up, that was he was on top. Yeah, um, it, it definitely is uh, a little bit, like, every day he comes to the track, like, when he comes to the, it's, like, it's just, it's cool to have him, like, riding at his place, and, like, just the, like, the hype behind his compound is crazy, and how nice it is, and then, obviously, training with him is even better, and, yeah, I mean, grew up watching him, I was always, I was always, like, a Chad, I never, it's not like I never did, like, I never disliked James, I was a big Chad Reed fan, mm-hmm. and then, um, but the day, like the day I met James, I met him in Tampa, um, this year for the first time ever. And like, ever since I met him, we had a meeting on the golf course when we talked about him training me. And it was like, from there on, like the guy is so down to earth and it's, it's crazy. Cause sometimes I have to like remind myself how like great he was at what he did. Mm-hmm. And like the guy is the most down to earth, um, like ex racer I've ever met in my life. Like he's super cool. 
you would never know like he was what he was. Um, obviously, he he doesn't ride anymore or anything like that. But he uh, he's a great guy, and I've been really enjoying work with him, working with him. It's funny because like for as big of a superstar as he was and is, uh, he's real humble and he's kind of shy, huh? Yeah, he he is. He has he does have like a a little bit of like shyness to him, and so like I do too a little bit. And he's it's, so like the first kind of like I guess the first couple holes when he started when we played and when I met him, it was kind of like a little bit not awkward, but it was like trying to get the ball rolling. Talking was a little bit uh, hard. So, but it's just crazy how like he is like. I don't know. He just—he's such a big superstar in our sport, and like, he's super like down to earth, and like he's just humble, which mm-hmm. is—it's really refreshing to see how cool he is, and um, it's just made working with him that much better. Has he, <laughs> has he said anything to you like, all right, man, just go wide open through this and scrub that? Like, has he, has he given nah, you any advice he, that's been like kind of like what? No, I mean he actually—he's pretty precise on like what he like teaches and he definitely like when you watched him ride like he like he was obviously super fast and um but he is pretty precise on like what he tells me to do like, he never like just goes oh you gotta like hit that hit that faster he's he not only tells me like what to do but how to do it kind of thing and mm-hmm. um i'm still waiting for him to get on a dirt bike and show me how to do it but yeah um you know he's uh he's he's been really good and he's he's really good at telling like like i said how to tell me what to do but also how to do it and kind of um it's not going to happen overnight stuff that he's trying to teach me so um the whole goal is next year 2021 supercross is kind of where our our uh, goal is to be ready for so um it's been a process and i'm um i'm ready to keep it going all right so who's better on the golf course uh james is james is better than me he's definitely got a lot more time than i do yeah um (laughs) He, he puts in he puts a lot of, a lot of work in his golf game. I don't he's not even at he's not at his he used to be I think better than what he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's still better. He beat he he pretty much beat me. I think I think I might have beat him the first time we played. I might have beat him, mm-hmm. but he beat me ever since then. So he's he's definitely better than I am. Are you? Uh, is that who you're meeting today? No, no. I'm actually playing with my buddy from. Uh, he just. He plays golf and uh, actually works at a rifle company where I live. So I met him, and he's a big golfer. So we usually play on the weekends. I don't race. So, yeah, yeah that's what I'm doing today. No, no, no James signing today at the golf course. He's, I'm sure he probably played this morning already. He plays at like 7 a.m. Yeah. I heard that he just plays, and sometimes he's just like, yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, I don't think he ever really plays 18 holes. I think he kind of like – it was funny. Like the first day we played – we didn't have, like, because the whole, like, um, coronavirus, they weren't letting, because he lives on, a, like, a really nice golf course, mm-hmm. like, probably one of the best private courses in Orlando, and they weren't letting any guests on, so we had to go next door to another, like, really, really nice private course, and he, we didn't have, like, no, no book, like, we weren't booked to play or anything, and they still weren't letting people on, but he snuck me in, and we just, we just drove until we found an open hole and jumped in. I don't, it wasn't really what we were supposed to do, but he just, you know, he didn't care. <laughs> so we just jumped in and we started playing. Yeah. That's funny. So, um, yeah. Uh, getting back to the dirt bike a little bit, red, red bud one, that's where you got second overall, correct? Yep. yep. So dude, how did that feel? Your first four fifty podium? Yeah, it was, um, it was really nice to get that 
out of the way, but not sooner than I thought, but it definitely happened pretty fast. And, mm-hmm. um, it's, it was really cool. It was kind of, we had a race and like, I, what, two days after. So it kind of took away a little bit of it being my first podium, knowing that I had to race again in two days, but, um, I tried to enjoy it and, um, hopefully I can be up there, um, here really soon again. So, but no, it was really cool. And, um, yeah, second overall was, it was awesome. So, um, like I said, I want to be up there consistently and hopefully by the end of the same, we're winning motos and races. So, um, that's my goal. I feel like getting your first win is not out of the question this year. It's within your grasp. Wouldn't you agree? No, for sure. I mean, that's what, I mean, I don't race to get second or anything behind that. So we obviously, our goal is to win and I'm just trying to build, like I said, for, for next year. But, um, I feel like I have the potential to win a moto or even a race. So that's, um, that's on my mind for the rest of the year. And we have four races left. So, um, going to come out swinging for Millville and um, try and make that happen. Nice. Well, hey, man, thanks for uh, catching up with me on a Sunday morning. Have a, have a good round of golf here. Uh, yeah, no problem. Thank you. Today, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you after uh, Millville. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Swap. Right, see you, buddy. See ya. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.